host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. All right, all right, all right. Uh, This movie tonight is actually, obviously, um, going to be one that uh, includes Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey and I share a little bit of a history together. I know he uh, went to high school in uh, Longview, Texas, as I did. He was at the Crosstown Pine Tree. I was at uh, Longview High School. And uh, he's only a couple years older than me, so we were probably in town around the same time. So this is a movie that he was involved with, obviously a big part of. And this was directed by uh, Stephen Gagan. Uh, He's known for Syriana. He adapted the screenplay for Traffic. Uh, He was a writer for Havoc and Rules of Engagement. So, I mean, he has a pretty good history of things that he was involved with that were popular, though you might question as to what part he played in all of those but this movie is written and directed by him and um, unfortunately I think at the end of the day I'm going to say that it's it's not quite as golden as we'd like Um, and that's obviously a pun and a run on the title the title of the movie is gold and it's a and it's a uh, it's a modeled movie in the sense that it 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 clearly is a little bit of historical fiction but it almost plays like a biopic um, and has elements of a twisty heist, you know, thriller type deal involved with it. Um, it's loosely based on the Canadian gold scandal that actually took place in the 1990s. Uh, Stephen chose to set this movie in the 1980s, I think, tr- to try to get that sort of feel. It definitely has the 1980s vibe in it. You know, and and really what you're going to take away from this is that, you know, Matthew McConaughey, who, you know, was a one, you know, one time called the sexiest man alive. And I I know I've read that somewhere. He is not in this. I mean, they really uggled him up for this. I mean, he, you know, he's snaggletooth. He where he's balding. He, uh, you know, he gained a lot of weight, 70 pounds for this role. Um, He really took on the role. I think he had to eat a lot of hamburgers to get that done. And he plays a uh, a son of a very uh, um, successful mining operator, Kenny Wells, and he's Kenny Wells Jr. Um, the, his father is Craig T. Nelson, which was fun to see in it. Um, he inherits the mining operation after his father dies. And in seven years after that, he basically runs the entire operation into the ground. So he has a girlfriend he meets in the early going and gives her a watch. And the girlfriend is played by Bryce Dallas Howard. That's Ron Howard's daughter. The last time I saw her that I know of, that I can actually remember, was in Spider-Man 3 when she played the uh, love interest of Tobey Maguire, Gwen. Um, So basically at this point, he's down on his luck and he gets sort of what is the first elements of hokiness in my you know in my mind when i'm looking at it a dream that he needs to go to indonesia um and you don't know why but you see him hawk his you know 
Kay, who is who's his girlfriend, Bryce uh, Bryce Howard, hawks the gold watch that he gave her in the very early part of the movie, so he can run off and do this without you know without her knowing that he hawked it, and essentially he throws himself at the feet of this geologist who's Edgar Ramirez, who's played by Edgar Ramirez, and. This sets them up, and sets they set off on doing this this operation out there. Uh, Edgar Ramirez plays a, a geologist who is who successfully finds a huge cache for copper, and he believes that he has um, a secret place or a place where he thinks that there's an actual gold cache. So, at this point, <clears throat> we we embark on this whole thing where you know. They risk life, limb, and every last dollar they have to set off and get, you know, to become successful gold prospectors in this area in Indonesia. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the oldest pursuit in the world. They're, they're looking for gold, and they're looking for large amounts of it. When they when they actually do find it, obviously they must. And and this and, and for this movie to to actually be there everybody comes in you know everybody wants to be a part of that because the mining operation is not what it used to be it takes a lot of backers to kind of ramp things up even when you find it you got to have backers that kind of give the investment to get the operation going and that's when you know wall street and everybody comes in so the, the story kind of played out that it was a biopic and then at the same time it starts to turn into this this twisty uh, thriller and you just you just kind of lose rails and, and in the midst of it they have you know the little guy against big business and at the same time they have money makes you evil and really some of the characters uh, K you know some of the characters just don't play out in the way that you think that they would in real life and, and a lot of it just sort of um, it, it kind of loses its footing uh, is the way I would say it what what continues to be riveting about it, I think, is, is is Matthew McConaughey's role. I enjoyed that part of it. I kind of look at this entire movie and I go, uh, if you're a big fan of Matthew McConaughey, you'll like it um, because the character is so interesting because you've never seen him do anything like this um, and play this sort of a person. I know we saw Dallas Buyers Club, but even that was, you know, um, you kind of understood it in a different way. This, this is a guy that's downtrodden in a you know, a literal sort of, uh, you know, way that you, you know, many of us can identify with, I guess. And, uh, you know, just seeing him play that and just not not look like he has in some of the other roles I thought was, was interesting. Um, if you want to go look up the actual story that was behind this, which took place in the 90s, as I think I mentioned before, it's the Canadian mining scandal and uh, it's Brie-X, and so you can kind of go back and see what actually took place, and you'll see that a lot of the elements of the story are in there, and obviously they changed a lot as well, um, so there's a very loose historical base. Um, but this is this was good. This was good in in the sense of, of McConaughey's role. The script was was a little messy, and I think they um, they they just kind of lose you along the way. Um, overall, uh, it was it was fun to kind of watch. I kind of stayed in it. I didn't think too hard about it when I got when I was in there. Uh, pretty much when you leave there, you might go. Oh, I'm not sure what I thought about this, especially with the ending. Um, it's all over the map. But if you like McConaughey like I do, 
Um, go see it. I give this a B minus, uh, and I can see why they pushed it out of the December time frame and into January. It was, it was supposed to have a limited release. In fact, I think it even got nominated for something at the Golden Globes. Um, but it, it's technically not even a 2016 movie because they pushed it out, and I think that they were probably hoping that they would get more out of it. Um, anytime somebody goes and really changes their appearance, um, and really, you know, goes all in, uh, you know, actors kind of think that that's an opportunity for them to really hit something out of the park. And with the, you know, some of the movies that, uh, you know, uh, Steven's, Steven's done before, uh, directed and written, you might think that that was a possibility, but uh, this was clearly missed the mark of what they were going for there. They were looking for that late secret one to kind of get in for the Oscars, and I think they realized it wasn't going to happen and uh, the reviews haven't been overly good for it um, since. So um, anyway, this was, uh, you know, this is one you can go check out if you got nothing else to watch, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, if not, wait for it to come out on DVD. It is worth reviewing then, I suppose, if you like Matthew McConaughey. Not as good as Mud. I liked Mud a lot better than this, I think. Um, but uh, it was interesting. Anyway, that's it for tonight. I'll talk to you again soon. You have been listening to the Movies, Cigars, and a Brew Podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at MovieCigarsAndABrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at MovieCigarBeer. Your trailer is coming up next. Mr. Kenny Wells. Why don't you start from the beginning? It was April of 88. I lost my house. I lost everything. Where would I be without you? Sitting right here. I had a dream. Like I was being called. I was a gold calling. Indonesia was booming. Mike. What are we talking about? You know it's still out there. Just haven't found it yet. So let's prove them all. You and me. Whatever it takes. You got a plan? I'll find the gold. Last card you turn over is the only one that matters. You got a strike. We got a gold mine. We got a gold mine. We got a gold mine! We believe you're sitting on the largest gold find of the decade. The sky is the limit. Makes you very proud. Never doubt it for a second. Let's go make some goddamn money. How does that feel to discover something that everybody wants? Finding gold. It's like a drug. Because it hooks you. These people are using you. So I can land this plane. I can. This is the FBI! What happened? What happened? Seventeen billion dollars disappeared overnight. Other very powerful people are very angry. These people are killers. You see these hands? These are my father's hands. And I will bury you with these hands. For better or worse, the ride had begun. And what a goddamn ride. 
It's amazing how little gold can just change everything. <laughs>